Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Swingers, it is Casual Swinger. This is Mickey. I'm Mallory. And we are here with a very, very special Christmas episode for you guys today. Uh, ho, ho, hoes. <laughs> I'm just going to say that every chance I get, because any other time I use the word in this house, I get yelled at. So. Oh, no, that's not necessarily true. Maybe around my mother. Oh, that's She's true. super sensitive, but. Yeah, well, sluts are a good thing. Hoes sluts are, are amazing. Yeah, I love sluts. Me too. Big fan. So uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Is listening at this time of year? Maybe. Yeah, and post Hanukkah and Happy Holidays and Kwanzaa all, and all Festivus. Oh, Festivus! <laughs> Big Festivus fans yeah. in this house, right? And uh, the Festivus poll—we got to get the Festivus poll ready. What about feats of strength? We have to have feats of strength. We can you, do. You really want to do feats of strength? Well, I just want to tell everybody how they disappointed me this year. <laughs> That's my job. You can do feats of strength. <laughs> All right. All right. Disappointment is coming, folks. But hey, it is Christmas time here on Casual Swinger. So we say Christmas in Swingerville. Uh, hopefully you guys are getting a kick out of uh, I don't know, anybody that noticed, right? So I'm sure we'll hear in comments or we'll hear in reviews or, or maybe on podcast at, at casualswinger.com. We'll hear from folks who noticed we have new music. Yeah. To intro. I love it. I, I love this time of year. I mean, you know me. Our listeners don't know this, but I'm Christmas crazy. Oh, I, I tell you what. A Hallmark store threw up in my living room sometime after Thanksgiving. It was absolutely ridiculous. I walked in. Where all these goddamn lights come from? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm digging the Christmas music. That was, a, that was a good pick. Yeah. You know, so what we did is we went out and found some new music for you guys to just kind of celebrate the season. Uh, nothing that's, you know, outwardly Christmas, but just Christmas-y. And also, I feel like it's got a little bit of a, like a tropical vibe to it, too. So Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely fun. suits our geography. Yeah. Well, of course, so. we live in Florida and we party in Jamaica, so... That's definitely going on. But Christmas in Swingerville, that's uh, what we're doing here on Casual Swinger today. Uh, this is our Christmas episode, going to be uh, released tonight, actually. We release it at midnight on Tuesday. Yeah, so. that's true. And, so uh, cutting it close, man. We've been so busy lately. Yeah, well, I we can't did- believe we waited until Tuesday to record. <sighs> You know, we keep having these plans that we're going to record a week ahead of time, and I'm going to be really good about telling everybody on Twitter what we're going to do, and then all hell breaks loose. And well, with the with the season, it's been hard. It's been hard to do just about anything, including making dates. What dates? Exactly. (laughs) So we, uh, you know, we talk about Christmas in Swingerville. We're talking about, you know, we we said okay. It's it's this time of year and it's so much fun. We're gonna do the sexy Santa parties or the Mrs. Claus parties. We're gonna do the, the the lifestyle clubs. We're gonna go on dates. We're gonna have a really great Christmas swinger season. And we really haven't done anything. No, last thing <laughs> three weeks have been so vanilla. It's been like milk, and I think my inner freak is screaming it and trying to claw its way out right now. I I can see that. Yeah, yeah. let's say you about raped me the other day. That's so true. Get over here. I was That's like, oh true. hey, what up? let's do this uh so you know i think 
and maybe we'll talk about this in the new year, but I think even swingers go through dry spells where you're like, oh my God, it's been so busy and we've got kids and dogs and job and holidays and family and nobody gets horny when their mother-in-law is coming to visit. Ask me how I know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, okay, cool. She's going to be upstairs. I'm going to go to sleep without a heart on tonight. But I think we had a good time and, and we're getting through it, right? Uh, you know, between, again, parties and clubs and, and dates, we're going to set up some dates and uh, we're going to talk a little bit today before we get into the really big present we have for our listeners. We're going to talk about what's under your swing this tree. Mm, I love this. <laughs> I think this is going to be fun. So, you know, everybody's got things that they want. Right? Sure. I mean, we, I have once, Mallory has once. Uh, but we wanted to kind of sit back and think about what we wanted for our Christmas as lifestylers. Like what kind of things, and maybe they're things you want in the new year, right? Cause you're not going to get everything by Christmas. Right. Although, that, I don't think anything of mine can be wrapped. No? No. Well, well it depends. How, how do you mean by wrap it? <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. You're pretty punny. <laughs> right. I'm a punny guy. Uh, but you know, not everything is going to happen now. Of course, when we listen to Mallory's Toy Box Leader today, there is something you can wrap and put under your tree. And guys, I highly recommend that you listen to Mallory on this one. Uh, this particular toy she's going to talk about today, uh, we have a great story that goes with it that we'll cover during Toy Box that resulted in a bunch of uh, dings happening driving down the road. I think we were heading down to Tampa one day and we had some friends with us. It was pretty good, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, but so what's under your tree? Mallory, why don't you start? I have five things that are- You have five? Five things Ooh, I that I want to see many. under my swing I'll, I'll tell you. Tree. Let's do a quid pro quo. Okay. Quid you, pro quo. Y- you go first, and then I'll, I'll tell you, because I want to see what you have to say. I think I'm going <laughs> to make a stalemate. She's putting me on the spot, That's true. Guys. Me on the spot right here on Casual Swingers. So uh, I'm going to start the same way I start every time. So every time Mallory comes to me and says- what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? Oh, that's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Go ahead. By the way, I don't know if you guys can tell right now, but we did not sync up on this. I no. made a list and she made a list and we haven't seen these lists right now. So this is kind of fun. Uh, well, at least it's fun for us. If you're not having fun, I'm really fucking sorry for your luck. Uh, however, tandem. It's number, number one on my list, tandem. <laughs> what is a tandem? Because I ask for it all the time. A tandem is when you have one lovely lady on your balls or on the head and the other one on the shaft. So two ladies working on a blowjob at the same time. That is under my tree. God, I hope it's under my tree, but it is definitely on my list. I'd like no, it if it was under the tree. I don't know if it's under the tree, well, but it's definitely a goal. Can you get her a sandwich or something so she's not dead by Christmas? <laughs> oh, God. i did put tandem on here because you do 10 years running every birthday every christmas and i mean it's not that you've never had a tandem before but i think i've had them it's never coming off the list yeah right that's so awesome you've had quite a few you've had quite a few but i really want to go above and beyond i think we can outdo just two oh three yeah oh yeah Hey, wait a minute. Is there enough room for three down there? I, mean, <laughs> I think we can make it. I think we can make it work. I'm I'm down for the old Pepsi challenge. Let's do this. 
<laughs> but that's literally my one. I'm going to get you a, a super tandem. A, legit, oh, 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 a super you, tandem. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. She just committed to this in 2019. <laughs> this is happening. So super tandem <laughs> is happening for me. Uh, well, wait a minute. Does that count as quid pro quo? I mean, maybe that shouldn't count at all on our list. Okay, fair maybe, enough. Maybe we just both kind of laid it out there. So I'll go again, and uh, this is this this one will probably knock her back a tickle. But uh, okay, what is this? A tandem for her. Really? A tandem for her is on my Christmas list. So uh, huh, okay, she's she's always wanted to be the monkey in the middle. So I think it's uh, also on my list. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what girl doesn't like to be the center of attention every once in a while? Right. And I don't mind being put to work. Well, I mean, it's I, I think in my head anyway, and and I have you know no uh, I have no issues whatsoever. I, I'm perfectly comfortable in my masculinity, but in my head, we're the goalposts. We're on opposite ends of the field. Right? We, Love it. Everybody stays in their end zone, and you know, just, you know switch sides halftime. Yes. Yeah, can we like like line out a business plan for this like Q one glow holes of twenty nineteen and Q two like to make sure we're tackling these because I'm loving this. <laughs> this is happening. So yeah, it's a it's a tandem for her is on my list. I think that she deserves it. I think that she needs to feel like uh, queen of the world for a little while. Aw. So I think that'd be a lot of fun. How about you? Your turn. Okay, so I like how I think this is going to be very similar. So this one's going to be a selfish one. Okay. Um, big, bold letters. Girl time. You know, uh, you know my history. I've always, always had a great affection for women. And it's been a long time since I've had that one-on-one connection mm-hmm. where I can just, you know, flitter off and have me some girl time and and have it just be fun and just us chicks. <laughs> just so, us chicks, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little girlfriend in the new year. Uh, you know what? I That's, think that would be fun. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Mallory's on the market for a lady friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny uh, in our profiles, uh, whether it's SLS or SDC or Cassidy or any of the places that we are, uh, I, I long time ago when we were creating an AFF profile, this is how long ago this was, so way, many moons ago, 11 years mm-hmm. ago, uh, I, I said, uh, maybe I should change her status to very by because yeah. you said 11 years ago you wanted a girlfriend then yeah and i think you know some have come and gone you know as we've moved you know because we did change locations that's and- true that's true and to have that uh lasting relationship mm-hmm. to where you're comfortable you know i i prefer something you know a little a little deeper mm-hmm. on that side because it's, it's, it's just, a genuine I think it makes friendship. Sex, yeah, a yeah. genuine fl- friendship because it makes the sex that much better for me personally. Sex is great regardless. Great. But it just it gives it that extra like oomph. So I'm nodding because I don't be understand. Fine. I have a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no clue. Yeah. Don't discount a really good scissoring. <laughs> right. And grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know how scissoring works. I've never seen that. That's um. not true. That is so – you are full of shit. Sir. Okay. So I did see it that one time. It did end up with me in the corner. I don't know. We'll tell that story some other time. So my turn. A uh, This is something I want under my tree, and uh, I think it's a perfectly legitimate ask. I would like a video under my tree. A video? A video under my tree. Huh. So then I think that goes along with mine. Yeah. A little hot wife action. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A little hot wife action. A little so, hot yeah, wife that's, action. That's, uh, that, so, uh, resulting in a video for- That would be awesome. You know, Mickey you, and his travels in a spank tank. Yeah, you are very visual. 
So, and you love dirty talking stories. So Uh, I think mm -hmm. I have this fantasy of you watching it while I tell you about it. Oh, good grief. Yeah. You're going to narrate it for me? Yeah. All right. So my my, my list just got longer. (laughs) (laughs) Also, something else got longer. So (laughs) Nice. Oh, I can see it from here. All right. Good work. Mallory's checking shit out over here. But yeah, so I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, So a a video in the new year. And I think Mm. so you had a hot wife experience on your list. Yes. So that's, uh, that's a little bit of a quid pro quo. Um, something else I have on my list since again, we're playing this game and I'm asking the universe for this. Cause this isn't something Mallory can give me. This isn't something that any one person can give. This is the elusive four way connection is oh, on my Christmas list. Yes. That's a good one. That's, that's the that's thing. That's a good one. You know, in 11 years, I think we've had some very good connections, mm-hmm. Um, we've, you know, you know, sadly, you know, have drifted apart and, you know, moved and things like that. But, uh, we've had some very good connections, but that four way connection where everybody is not only friends, but also very attracted to each other and enjoying each other and, and really just kind of just, you know, take the guards off and enjoy yourself. It's a very rare thing to find in the lifestyle. Yeah. And there's multiple levels of that. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah, that's definitely Anybody that's goal. had it that's listening to us right now knows exactly what we're talking about. It's like about. a shooting star. Yeah. Catching lightning. Yeah. And a bottle. And it's amazing. While drinking. Yes. <laughs> and riding a unicycle. Um, but it's amazing when it happens. Yeah, it really is. So the four-way connection is on our Christmas list. Is the four-way connection on your Christmas list? You have to tell us because we really want to know what's on your list. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to have her do it because I love it when she does. Tell folks where they can send us their (laughs) Christmas lists. We want to know what you're thinking. All right, guys. So reach out to us at podcast at casualswinger.com. You can contact us on our contact form at www.casualswinger.com. And you can also find us as Casual Swinger on Facebook, Twitter, SLS, SDC, and Cassidy. God, she does that so well. So... Uh, obviously send us what you got there. And we're going to tell you some other reasons here moving forward, why you want to send us some messages, but I'm going to ask Mel real quick. Do you have anything else on your list? Maybe something that a dirty Santa could bring you. Oh, like that's wrappable or like back on the wish list. <laughs> I'd like to hear either one. I'd, I'd see what else you got out there. I've got, I've got one more out there. Uh, but as far as wish list yeah, goes, I've got one more, but I want to see if you've got anything else on that. I do, I do. I still want to, and we talked about this, I think, in a podcast previously. I like, I, I want to hear you and not see you oh my. with another woman. Like, I think that was a masturbatory like mm. conversation we had while you were in the shower, and it sounded like you're with somebody. Just mm-hmm. the the sound like of the the water was sneaking and like splashing against your skin. And it got me off like instantly. And I went, didn't know I was into that. You know, that's funny because it does kind of go hand in hand with uh, the last thing on my wish list, uh, which is just something that I've never done. Mm-hmm. So it would be really fun and interesting because I don't know how I would feel, honestly. Um, and the whole time we've been together, I've never played solo. That's true. So it would be kind of uh, just, uh, it's not like a, a have to, it'd just be kind of fun and interesting and different. Very cool. So I was like, hey, you know, but we've got a lot of things to get through. We've got we video do. and a hot wife experience and that four-way connection. Hey, let's not forget my uh, super tandem. Yeah, your super. My super tandem. 
So uh, that's just some of our stuff, guys. We've got a lot of stuff out there, right? Uh, Mallory's got a really good list that I'm now going to have to get to work on. So, uh, you know, reach out. Same here. I'm rolling up my sleeves. <laughs> but, you know, there are a lot of fun things you can do uh, at Christmas time. And, you know, talking to each other. We talked last time. Our last episode was called Talk to Me, Goose. And we talked about communication. Don't be afraid to communicate with each other and tell each other about your wants and your feelings and the things that you're you're kind of longing for or after because that's the only way you're ever going to achieve them. Uh, so say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, and maybe, just maybe, that other person will get kinky and go, yeah, I want to do that too. You can buy toys, right? There's all kinds of cool toys out there. I think we have, matter of fact, speaking of Mallory, we have a harness set that goes under the mattress. Don't we have that? Yeah, I think it's collecting dust. Get on it. Yeah, I think yeah. we probably need to strap her ass to the bed and get some work done. Let's do this. Yeah. I can't strap myself to the bed, so <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. And that's one of her, you know, secret kinks that she loves to get. Oh, tied there, up. there's no secret about that. <laughs> Come on, now. You know, speaking of kinks, we've got something special for folks today. What's we do the we most do. common kink in the world? What porn. is every porn? Porn. Everybody watches Easy. porn. Yeah. Everybody. I bet the Pope watches porn. <laughs> oh, you're like on that side of blasphemy. You better like. I'm on my way to excommunicated. <laughs> yes. Right. So yeah, we have um, something very, very special for our listeners. We have uh, Jeff James as a special guest on the podcast today. Oh. And this guy is like a renaissance man. Um, we've known him for a few years. He has been um, in porn, both in video and print. Yeah. Um, he is an artist. He's our body painter yes. uh, for some of our trips. Uh, and just an all-around great dude. He's a uh, speaks at seminars. Yeah. He's an everything guy. He, when, you know. he really is. And the seminar that he does is how to fuck like a porn star. Right. Well, and he does he does a number of seminars. So yeah. when, when Mallory called him a renaissance man, it's because there's not a better word to describe this dude. It really isn't. Right. Because he is an educated man. He's mm -hmm. got a degree in art. Mm -hmm. He's a painter. Yep. A legit painter. He also does raps for cars. I mean, he's yeah. he's he is a brilliant Designs, yeah. artist. He's a designer. Yeah. But he's also a very educated, well-spoken, articulate, friendly, kind you know, altruistic, just, like stand up good human being. Like, it, yeah, you just can't say enough amazing things about the guy. And every time we talk to him, we learn something new about him or something new, period. And, and we're going on and on about this dude. And we're going to talk to him. You guys are going to catch up with him over the next 40 minutes or so. But I want you to know who you're listening to. This guy uh, has a lot of wonderful things going for him. He's got a heart as big as the sun. And it was so much fun to sit back and have a conversation with him for you guys here on Casual Swingers. So that's what we're going to get into over the next 40. And we're going to come back afterward with Mal's Toy Box because Mallory's Toy Box has got something awesome in it today for you folks. But you know what we want for Christmas. If you want to give it to Mallory, you can find us. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory, tell them where they can find us. Ah, you guys can find us at www.casualswinger.com or send us questions, comments, concerns, or just a funny fucking joke at <laughs> podcast at casualswinger.com. You can also find us as Casual Swinger on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SLS, Cassidy, and SDC. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, let us introduce to you Jeff James. You're listening to Casual Swinger.
everybody. Welcome back to Casual Swinger, and we've got a big surprise for you guys today. We have uh, what we consider to be a, a modern-day renaissance man, don't you think, honey? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of our favorite people. One of our favorite people in the whole wide world, and that person is none other than Mr. Jeff James. Jeff, how are you today? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, you guys. I really appreciate you asking me on your show today. I hope the listeners get a kick out of what we have to say. Uh, I think so, too. So this is a big Christmas episode for us, and you know, for us knowing you and knowing our listeners, we thought it would be really cool to, to give them a present and have a, a real I don't know, Renaissance man out here. Uh, so why don't we tell our listeners a little bit about why Jeff is a Renaissance man, Mallory? Yeah. So we've known Jeff for a few years now, and Jeff is an artist. He's a porn star, a former porn star, um, and a close friend of ours. Absolutely. And so he, I, I just did it absolutely again. I got to stop saying that fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Fantastic is going to be my new one. But hey, you know, it, it's not just that, right? He also uh, does speaking gigs for UC Cal, right? So, yeah. And seminars. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little bit of everything. He's a massage instructor. So Jeff, I, we've got a lot of questions for you and I know our listeners probably will too, but we're going to start with sure. the elephant in the room and uh, pardon the, the pun elephant's trunk or, you know, maybe just your giant thing, but you are a former adult film star, right? Yes. Yes, I am actually, actually, uh, yeah, started in the, uh, late eighties all the way up and through into the, nineties uh, and the thousands. So yeah, kind of in the, uh, glory years, the golden years of porn. <laughs> the glory days. So how many films did you make? Not the glory hall, the glory days. <laughs> well, it's really hard to say. I mean, as far as really getting the numbers together, I mean, I do have an IMDB profile. So if anybody wants to look up some of my titles, you can look me up as Jeff James porn star. Jeff James number two, I believe it is on IMDB. But to track all your porn movies, that's why they never unionized. It's hard to figure Somebody said they guesstimated somewhere around four, four to eight hundred some odd movies wow. that uh, wow. I actually were in, and then uh, probably sixteen, seventeen hundred magazine layouts. So that was back in the days when they actually printed magazines and had them on paper. Holy moly! So that that's kind of crazy, right? Because you probably didn't sit down to film eight hundred movies, right? They took that scene and they used it in yeah. this film or that film. Yes, that's exactly what they do. They take the movies when back in the day when before there was any thinking of union what we would do is we'd shoot a movie and then you would sign off your rights to that movie clip and that movie clip would be sold over and over and over again to different movies so you actually were making appearances in five six to ten different movies but you only got paid for the one <laughs> wow that's, that's interesting cool. i didn't know that no right i mean you think about uh you know your work and and then you, I mean, look at it as an, from an artist's perspective. That work isn't really that much different than some of the artwork that you put your heart and soul into. You put your back into it. You're working hard for it. And then somebody takes it and reuses it again and again and again without permission. This day and age, that's illegal. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you do sign off your rights. Uh, many times when we were doing movies, you would sign off the rights to those images and to those movies. And you would give them permission by signing those guarantees that they could take those movie clips and sell them to whatever distributor or whatever movie maker wanted to get those. So 
in essence, you're yeah, you're you're not getting paid for them, but it feeds the ego, I guess. <laughs> well, tell us how you got into that industry because I think there's probably a lot of guys out there who fantasize uh, about being in porn, and then maybe reality well, is a little different. But tell us how it happened for you. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, getting into the movies back in the day was a little more colorful, I think, than in, uh, what it is now. Um, back in when I was doing it, I was actually a stripper. I was a male stripper and I was doing parties. So I would go to these parties and do different parties, um, bachelorette parties and wedding parties, things like that. And I was asked by one of the girls if I would actually want to do a shoot with her. I said, certainly, you know, it sounds like it might be kind of fun. But then I gave it some thought. I'm like, I don't know. You know, my friends are going to see this and this is something that's going to be out there. And then she says, well, you're going to get paid X amount of money. And I said, well, OK, I'm down. So I found, my, <laughs> found myself doing my first movies and uh, in my first magazine layout. Actually, I, I shot for LFP, which was uh, Larry Flint Publications. And nice. then I did a magazine layout and another magazine layout. And then they asked me if I wanted to do movies. And I said, certainly. And I started getting books, the new guy on the block. Next thing I know, I'm doing it every week. Um, you just kind of, and excuse the pun, fall into it. <laughs> um, you next thing you know you turn around and you wake up one morning and you're like damn i'm a porn star here i am you know people start recognizing you you start seeing your magazines coming out on the on the bookshelves which you know you find a saturday afternoon when you don't have anything to do you go out to a neighborhood porn bookstore or adult bookstore and you look at the magazine racks and there you are on the cover of a magazine and everybody's buying it that's crazy. I watched a documentary uh, in high school where Alex Sanders talked about what it meant to be a porn star. And they asked him if he loved what he did. And he looked at him like they were crazy and said, I get paid to fuck for a living. Did you really just ask me that question? Uh, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. You know, you, you, you don't realize that it, it's an occupation. You don't realize it's a career choice until after you're deep into, you know, the... Uh, the whole culture of, uh, of the porn industry, which when I was doing it, it was definitely a culture. There was a lot of friends. You knew a lot of people. You knew all the directors and producers. You would go to AVN uh, every January, which was like a class reunion. You'd meet once a year in Vegas, and we would get together and say hi. Um, and it really becomes kind of a subculture. You know, you get, I hate to uh, equate it to this, but there's many other ones like police officers, firemen, things like that. They go to their own parties. They go to their own social gatherings. Well, the adult film industry was the same way. You know, we had our own attorneys. We had our own tax people. We had people that were, were very much, you know, um, helping the industry out because there was so much money to be had at that particular time, you know. And, and it was just, it was so much fun. You just felt like you were part of a, a secret boys club. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you have a handshake? Yes, we had a special handshake. No, no, we didn't. We just kind of knew each other, but it would have been fun. You know, where were you when I had this? We, we should have had a handshake. <laughs> knew I missed out on something. Well, do you, uh, so the, the question is, you know, back in the day, uh, so again, and I'll, I'll refer back to that documentary. It's the only other porn star I've actually seen speak for any reason other than I know your sink's broken, uh, but oh, yeah. Actually, speak yes. <laughs> yeah, you weren't paid to speak, right? But uh, one of the things Alexander said in that documentary that also stood out to me was that in order to be an adult film star, you have to be able to get hard and have sex 
and pop on a city bus during rush hour. Uh, that was, <laughs> That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. I, I always tell people you'd have to do it in a snowstorm being chased by a polar bear, but that I like the bus <laughs> thing. Yeah. You know, that's it, funny. It's so easy. It's not easy. Uh, the directors would put you in situations that, and the way that when I talk to people in the classrooms is that we portray people in sexual fantasies. So it's not something that's normal. It's not something that's every day. The directors would come up with imaginative new situations that they would put us in that end up becoming stressful. Um, they, they aren't your normal situations that you would normally come across. You know, it, it's not like you're in, um, in a bedroom at 7 o'clock at night with their favorite girlfriend, uh, you know, right after dinner. You know, we're dressed up like pilots and we're doing it in a cockpit. <laughs> or out on a boat in the middle of the night, or, you know, hey, some director all of a sudden had some masturbatory fantasy where he thought, hey, it'd be fun to have sex in the snow and not really think it out, you know? But, yeah, that's that's your job. That's your job of a porn star is not to be in a situation that makes you comfortable, to be in a situation that is going to sell product and is going to be in the masturbatory fantasies of whoever's watching. Fair enough. So coming from the time you were in porn, what do you think has changed in today, in today's society and and, in the product that's put out there now and the culture? Yeah, the culture and the product that's put out now is definitely something that has changed considerably. One, because of the onslaught of the internet, of course, and Mm -hmm. distribution uh, points being uh, what they are. Now people just you know, they free stream off of websites and they download their movies and they get it all in in, uh, in real time even at some sites. Whereas before we were actually putting out a product, i.e. a, a DVD or a, a back in the day a, a VHS, um, you had a hard product that you had to sell. So the product has changed, the, the shooting has changed, the direction has changed. Um, just like with everything else, people back in the day thought it was risque and it was awesome just to see a couple of people without any clothes doing it in a park bench. Nowadays, you've got to do it, you know, in a fireman's outfit upside down with fire going on in order for people to even look at it as to say that this could be stimulating. Um, people are inundated with, uh, with porn and erotica on a daily basis. So what they find um, as being what they would say porn worthy now, um, they're definitely pushing a lot of limits. Uh, they were pushing those limits when I was going and in, in coming out of the industry. Um, they were doing things that were very risque, both medically and or, you know, fan- in a fantasy situation, because that's what the consumer demands. That's huge, yeah. right? I mean, think think about that for a second, Mallory, right? I mean, when you think about all the porn that we watch, right, and all the crazy things. And one of the things that I've noticed as, as a personal connoisseur, of <laughs> Veronica. Fine is, pornography, yes. Right, of fine pornography, uh, is that every time you log into any page now, whether it's, and, and take your pick, whether it's Pornhub or X videos or Motherless or any of that crazy, you know, whatever you want to look at, it seems like more and right. more things are getting more and more extreme, right? Before, I mean, you really had to look to find a good midget porn. Now it's like right there in front of you. Well, and I, I have I have trouble choosing the categories, that are available. Oh, yeah. like, it's remember when Frank said he, jer- he, he, he sh- that uh, Sheila was trying to watch him jerk off, and he he sat there looking for porn for an hour, looking for something to jerk off to. Yeah, and then you got two, three minutes in, and you're she done. fell asleep waiting for him to jack off. <laughs> That's amazing. 
Yeah, no, a lot of people find that, you know, and it's not only now, now they become, and I hate to say it, uh, their own connoisseurs of figuring out what exactly they feel like they're in the mood for at that particular time. There's so much variation out there that right. it's not enough just to be, you know, in a sailor's outfit doing it on a boat. You know, now they need to have, you know, people want foot fetishes and people want uh, group scenes and people want masturbatory scenes and people want, you know, um, amateur fil- amateur films are huge now because oh, yeah. they don't want to see Barbie having sex with Ken anymore. They just want to see real people doing it in a hotel on a balcony in Vegas, you know? That's so everybody true. has their own whims everybody has their own thing and and that's the if you look at it that's the glory of what we're doing that's the awesome part of the adult film industry is that the diversification now is so intense and so many people out there are demanding so many different things that there's room for everybody there's room for every fetish out there and and the product is definitely diverse that is so badass and you know we're talking when we brought you on we we talked about you being a renaissance man and i think that your experience is so unique. Uh, when we talk about your experience as as a porn star, uh, which you don't right. take offense to that, you're a self described porn star, not the no, not at all, not uh, at all, which is super cool, by the way. But uh, you're also an artist. You're also a host yeah. for Club FA. You're also an instructor. Yeah. You're also an, a massage instructor. So I want to cover yeah. some of those other things. But before we do, sure. um, you know, we're a lifestyle podcast. We're in the lifestyle. Our friends are in the lifestyle. Our listeners are either in the lifestyle or they are uh, thinking about being in the lifestyle. We talked well, about how the influx and the flood of erotica has changed porn, but has it changed the experience for you in the lifestyle at the same time? Because you've been there the whole time as well. How has how have things changed for you in the lifestyle, and are they reflective of what you found as an adult film star? Yes, the lifestyles change considerably, just like porn, just like everything else. Yeah. I think, you know, we all go through our changes. We all go through um, uh, different phases. Every uh, every industry and um, every uh, every lifestyle goes through those changes. And I've watched the lifestyle change considerably from time to time. Sorry, I've got an airplane flying over me. I guess you want. You want <laughs> I thought you were about to jump out of the plane. Yeah, you know. I should put a sign on my head. Anyway, um, you know, the lifestyle changes considerably just like everything else does. And I've watched it change. I've grown up in the lifestyle, um, not just as as, uh, an industry person, but in my own private life, I've watched it go from um, fishbowl parties and, and people doing home parties and back in the days when the organization like Lifestyles was doing it and, and, and really kind of cutting edge um, swingers parties when everybody would just get naked and have sex right in their front room to the point now where I'm involved with Club FA and, and several of the other lifestyle organizations. It's gotten to be more of a social arena for many people. Um, yes, they're still swingers and yeah, they like to swing, but it's more of a lifestyle thing. I think, uh, it's got that, you know, that social edge to it. Yeah. The community, um, it's a sense of community. It really is. And it's a sense of belonging. I, I see now as I travel around uh, a lot of couples that don't partake in so much the sexual advantages that the lifestyle offers and more of the social a part of it. We, we call them social swingers because they need to be in that environment in order to be in an environment where they can let themselves go, but they don't actually physically partake in the swing part of the lifestyle. So, yeah, it's changed a lot. 
like it's that definitely term. changed a lot. What's mm. that? Uh, social swinger. I haven't heard that before, so I like that. Yeah, social swingers. They have to come to a swing lifestyle event in order to be kid-free and to be able to be flirtatious and wear the erotic clothes that they like to wear. But they don't necessarily physically go into the playrooms and take advantage of some of the swapping type situations that they mm -hmm. get into. They just want to be in the erotic nature so they can go home and feel as though they've gotten away from everything and they've gotten away from Vanillaville. And, uh, you know. <laughs> Vanillaville. Well, those are the extra casual swingers, right? I think there's maybe some of our listeners that, that listen to casual swinger because they don't get out enough or maybe it's not a sport for them. Uh, so I yeah. think this is really good, really good content for them. Uh, so Mallory, well, you were going to ask a question. What was that? I was, I was. So tell us a little about Club FA. I know you've uh, been there for quite some time now that you're a host yeah. for them and we've talked about them privately, but um, for our listeners, just give us some info and tell us what you love well, about it. Absolutely. And there are a lot of people who are um, involved in the lifestyle, lifestyle on the East Coast and even in the central parts of the United States, but they forget that there's a lot of swingers on the West Coast. Um, club FA is the largest and oldest established club in the United States. We've been open for 47 consecutive years. We have, over we have over 30,000 members on our logs. Not only do we have the largest and oldest and well-established clubs, one of the only legal clubs in the United States, but we now also own one of the only and legal established resorts that is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days out of the year, a lifestyle-only resort. So that's Freedom Acres, the resort, which is in conjunction and right next to our club. So not only are we doing the club scene, but now we're also doing the outside pool parties. And we have places where um, people live. We actually live. My girlfriend, Aubrey, and I actually live on the resort. And we are part of the resort on an almost 24-hour basis. That's amazing. That is super, super cool. And I've heard stories about FA being pretty incredible. Uh, and, you know, there's some other folks that actually, I think uh, Tom and Bunny from Tom's Trips used to be with FA too. So we heard about it uh, from those guys who were affiliated with a, a magazine that we advertise in that's right here in the Orlando area. So uh, it was yeah, just really yeah, funny to hear that. it again. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah, Freedom Acres, Tom and Bunny were a big part of, of growing Freedom Acres to the point where it was such an international thing. Um, it's amazing when you travel a lot and you go to different places like hedonism or you go to different clubs and things and you tell them you're a member of FA, the people just look at you and nod and seem to know exactly what it is. It's nice to know it's just not another neighborhood club, that it is very much an internationally known club. Yeah. So do, do me a favor. When we talk about FA, compare and contrast a little bit. You've been to Hedo a bunch uh, that's where yes. we met, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so tell people, you know, how, because when we talk about secrets down here, we, I call it kind of like a mini Hedo light, right? So how does FA compare? And do you think that it's the same type of people? What's different? What's the same? Uh, what would somebody well, expect if they went to FA, if they know Hedo? Well, Freedom, Freedom Acres in, in comparison to Hedo, Hedo is like, Hedo is like Disneyland. It's the biggest of all of our fun areas. Hedo is an amazing um, place to go to, but uh, Freedom Acres is like a smaller version of that. Um, it's it's kind of like Secrets. It's kind of like uh, Caliente, um, not quite as built up. We the resort is rather new, but the club itself is an amazing club. Um, we will have well, for instance, last night we had the Miss FA contest that we have every three months, 
we award to one of our members uh, the right to come up and take, we have a little dance off and we call her Miss F.A. and we give her a free admittance uh, to the club for three months, her and her partner. Um, so last night we had, I would say, close to 400 people um, in our club at one time. That's average for a Saturday night. Wow. A Friday night's nice. a little less. But we'll pull, we'll pull, pull every, I would say, close to 800 couples a weekend on a typical weekend. Uh, on New Year's, our biggest party of the year, we'll pull almost, uh, I would say, six to 700 people uh, in one night. And you MC all those parties, right? I do. I MC the parties now. Our, old, uh, our, our owner, who is still our owner, and God bless him, uh, Russ, uh, and his wife, Ari, who now actively runs the club, uh, they own both cl- the club and the resort, but Boss Russ is not as active there as he w- once was, and so I am trying my hardest to step into his very familiar shoes to be the MC, the voice, and the face of uh, Freedom Makers to be able to get on stage and, and guide things through and do the events and talk about the new and upcoming events, keep people informed, and I also do the same thing at the resort during the day uh, in our summer months when it's nice and hot. Um, I'm running uh, the MC and, and the mic at the pool. So I do the games and announcements and uh, try to become the voice of uh, everybody's event, of everybody's day. So um, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. I, I, I think it's fun to do. Um, but uh, beyond that, both Aubrey and myself, Aubrey, my, uh, my new girlfriend and love of my life. I met her a year ago, actually at the club. So I have the club to thank for the most Aww. exciting. All the feels she, over here right now, Jeff. She is, she's the love of my life in the, in the ultimate dream. And she has stepped into body paint. She is a talented artist and, um, a wonderful painter. And now she's going in and body painting and doing that with us. So now we're doing a tandem as a team, and I am so proud of of being a growing part of of that part of our lives. So, yeah. oh, I love it! I love it. What are the odds of two artists coming together at a you know swing club or swing resort? It is phenomenally. Uh, <laughs> I am telling you, as as an artist and an active single guy in the lifestyle for such a long time, and I, I was very cherished when the fact that. People loved me as a single man because, um, you know, I was and still am a, very much a, a body painter uh, in the lifestyle. But to one night actually have this glorious girl come over to me and start talking to me about painting and to have her become part of my life and take on the body painting just as I did, it was a one in a million shot. And I, I, I know for a fact that I was blessed on that, on that afternoon to have her in my life and I'll never let her go. This is an audio program. So I'm just going to tell everybody out there that's listening. I have seen Aubrey and hot damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> so my, my boy didn't just score with a intelligent, Slam talented down. girl. Holy oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> she is. Not only is she amazing, she is talented. She's intelligent. She, and I tell her this all the time that, her jagged edges fit my jagged edges just perfectly. So I like that. Oh, like puzzle pieces. That's adorable. <laughs> yes. So y- when... you are you started as an artist, right? You've always um, been into art. 
dabbled in yeah. art, and then you went to body painting, and you your body painting in the lifestyle. Can you tell me a little bit about that? How you? Yeah, the body painting. Body painting in the lifestyle actually started in the porn in the porn as a porn career. Um, I was body painting girls on the set because I was bored to death, and we had all this makeup around. And I got familiar with Mac Cosmetics. Mac Cosmetics is a um, a great product that we use all the time. Sorry, I had to throw that in there, but they've been so it supportive is. of both myself and of Aubrey. Um, it is a special part of that. But um, I started body painting in the porn industry. And then when I left the porn industry and became an active part of the, of the swing lifestyle, that was a talent that I brought with me. And as a single guy, I realized that it was a way for me to be able to be an integral social aspect and part of our lifestyle. And as I was doing it more and more, I realized how much people actually love the service. You know, everybody has something about them that they want to get covered up. Everybody has something about them that they feel a little self-conscious about. Well, body painting can help with that, especially in the aspects of our lifestyle that we have. But to be decorated, to be different, to be to be blinged up in that type of an environment is a service that we can give people. And we come across stories more and more all the time about how we really enhance people's experience when they come across us. Well, I, I think this is probably a great time for us to tell one of those stories because it's really how we got to know you and we found out what kind of guy you were, right? Uh, do you want to start with that one, Mallory? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we were all on a trip together and there was a, a couple there. Um, the woman was wearing uh, bottoms on the nude side mm -hmm. and she was asked to remove them. Well, unbeknownst to the security officer that asked her this, she had a pretty bad scar. Um, she had cancer and some surgery and was really, really self-conscious. And unfortunately, they asked her to leave if she wasn't going to remove her clothing. And she was devastated. Um, it was the beginning of their vacation. And she was upset. Then her husband was upset. And they happened to be there with another couple. And so the other couple come, yeah, found Mickey. And Mickey and Jeff got together and came up with a solution. Um, and Jeff kindly pro bono painted this woman covered her scar um can you tell me a little bit about that experience from from your side jeff because I, i'm going to get emotional here and i don't want to crack up on no the i do I'm, I'm starting to tear up every time i hear it because it is it was true um the couple was there and it was their special vacation they had saved up for quite some time to come down to hito to join the party and when they realized that the party was on the nude side and that she had to be completely naked. He was devastated. He was being defensive of his wife, of course, and security, of, of course, course, being insistent because that is the rules. It looked like there was a stalemate and that they were going to be removed. And then when Mickey came over and told me about that situation, I couldn't help but, but be part of it, and I wanted to help. And so they brought her over to the body painting station. I said, I've got this, no problem. And as she removed her clothing when nobody could see, I went ahead and painted her with a Hawaiian floral kind of arrangement and she ran off naked and it was, uh, we were able to save their vacation. Do you know that that man came to me every day and asked if he could pay me for those services? Aww. And I said, no, I can't take money from you for this. It's bad karma. I was there to help you and to help you have your, and save your vacation for the two of you. It was a present gratis from myself to them. So being a body painter, it just it puts us in a situation where we can help people out and makes us feel good about who we are and what we do. 
I got to tell you, Jeff, you know, for Mallory and I, uh, that's one of our favorite memories from the resort. When people ask us, you know, what we love about it, uh, you know, and what we love about it versus other resorts, it's people like you, it's experiences like that. It's our ability to help people have what that couple termed was the best vacation of their lives. He came to us every day and hugged us for introducing you guys. But the thing that blew us away is, you know, you come down there to work. You come down there to work and you you do that for money. I mean, yes. you, you do paint people for money, but you changed somebody's life, not for money. You did that because of who you are. And yep. that's one of the reasons we love you. Uh, I, I'm I, really glad we got to tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing story. It really is. And I, I love you guys for reminding me about that and, and telling me. But I can't take money when I help somebody out in dire needs like that. It's just, it's not who I am. Now, yes, I do come down there and I do make money. And those tips are greatly appreciated. We need those tips to be able to uh, help us with our travel expenses. We're not rich. You know, we might be fun people to be around, but we're not people of means. So we do have to pay for our luggage and our travel expenditures. And the money that people pay us and the tips that they give us are substantial. And, and they definitely help us continue coming down and doing those trips for people we don't make any investment type money or anything like that on it but we're not in it for that we're in it to make people happy and to enjoy the lifestyle and to meet beautiful couples like you guys and and to help people out with their lifestyle experiences absolutely nuts that's just so cool to hear so uh, i want to talk a little bit about the seminars that you put on at cal uh, and more importantly, I want our listeners to get a, a little piece of what it is to fuck like a porn star. Yeah, which I'm very is, interested in this part because yeah, we've never heard yeah, this before. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward it. to hearing right. this. But, uh, you know, uh, so again, as part of your Renaissance man persona, uh, you provide uh, lifestyle seminars and, and seminars about your experiences in sexuality at Cal for young people. And yeah. these are people that are, you know, really young, like 18 to 21. So right. tell us a little bit yeah. about that, how you got in it and what it means to fuck like a porn star. <laughs> well, when I do the seminars that I do um, at the colleges are basically an introduction to the lifestyle as well as uh, an opportunity for them to be able to talk to somebody who is in the adult film industry and then be able to ask them. It's a and a session to be able to ask them uh, what their curiosities are because I know they're in touch with our industry. I know they're at home watching it. I know they're jerking off to it. I know they're having sex to it. And a lot of people, they look to our product for that, um, that outlet. And so to be able to stand in front of somebody and ask them personally and reach out and touch them and shake their hand and be able to say, oh, my gosh, you know, what about this? What about that? I want them to get it directly from the sources. My father used to tell me, if you want to know what it's like to be a cop, you ask a cop. Don't ask a fireman. If you want to know what it's like to be a porn star, ask a porn star. So I've been doing these seminars for almost 20 years now in, in, the, in the UC um, and in the college uh, uh, format to be able to touch upon these kids. And I don't get paid for it. There's no compensation there. These teachers don't pay me anything. Matter of fact, I lose a day's worth of work and I lose the gas and, and the time that it takes to do this because – it's about getting through to somebody. It's about sharing that information. If I could change one life, if I could influence one person, if I can make one person happy with the information that we have to give them, if we can influence somebody into getting off the couch and going out and living life like you and I do, then it's all worthwhile. You know, then the so, career is worth it. 
Right on. So what kind of questions do you get asked in these seminars? Well, the questions, I mean, on the UC level, and this isn't on the fuck like a porn star level, that I do at the swing resorts and things, and that's a whole other thing. I'll get to that in a second. But on the UC <laughs> level, it's it's most of the time is, you know, it's the same question. Was it fun? Did you like it? You know, how big are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, and, and, you know, what was it like in the day, and how many people did you have sex with? And just, you know, one question after the other. Okay. Um, and, and, and it's the fact that I can do that. But deeper than that, the reason that the teachers have voted me the number one speaker um, 10 years in a row on the UC level is because I come in, and I hate to say under the guise of being a porn star because I am a porn star, I come in with that that edge. But because I'm not an instructor, because I'm not part of that uh, of the of the UC instructors uh, um, um, affiliation, and I'm I'm just a porn star. People let down their guard, and they listen to what I have to say. So, amongst all the laughing and the cum shots and the eye shots and the fucking stories, <laughs> um, I also hide a lot of life philosophy. And the teachers enjoy the fact that once the kids lower that shield, and I can say fuck, and I can say dick, and I can say ass a pussy. Once I do that and I get to get them to laugh a little bit and talk about sex, I hide a lot of life philosophies in there about getting out and living life on your own. Um, I, tell the, I tell the kids all the time that, you know, that uh, no man is guaranteed tomorrow and the cemeteries are full of people who are younger than you are. You're on borrowed time. It's your responsibility to get off your ass, stop playing the games, get off that couch and go live life to the fullest because nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. And if I can drill that message into one kid, just one person, one time, to make them go out and live their life and be happy, when they're 80 years old, they can say thanks to this porn star. They may not even remember my name, but I went out and I did it and I grabbed life and I did it for the fullest. Then my whole career, my whole life is worthwhile. And I can't I love your- take, you know... Yeah, yeah, I absolutely I love-, love your altruism and and your your want to empower other people to to make the best of themselves. You know, my father told me, and 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 growing up, he taught me that there are two kinds of people in this world: there are people, and there are human beings. People are stingy, self-centered, conceited sons of bitches who go on and have experiences and don't transvis and give that information and those experiences to others. Human beings go through life and experience things to the fullest, and then they turn around and give those loves, those passions, and give that experience to other people. And that's what makes us truly human beings. I can't say that I could do any better than that. I just know that our listeners know that I'm a nerd because I think there are 10 types of people in this world. Ones that (laughs) understand binary and ones that don't. Oh, yeah. That's such a nerd joke. I can't believe it. That was so nerdy. It's so big bang on that one. Oh, right. No. Well, dude, I got to tell you. I love you for that, brother. I do. I love you for that. This is this is the coolest thing in the world. We love talking to you. And, you know, we, we've talked about your, your career in porn. We've talked about a little bit about your artwork. And I'm going to give you an opportunity um, here in a couple of minutes to tell people how to get a hold of you, right? Because you do come out and do that for events and parties and for travel groups. And I, I 
personally don't think there's anybody better at it. No, no, I have yet to see anyone who can hold a candle to Jeff. Yeah, and you're you're a trained artist too, right? I mean, you went to school yeah. for art. You have an art degree. Yeah, I actually went to school. Yeah, I have a degree in in graphics, and um, I'm a trained fine artist. Fine artist as well. Um, both Aubrey and I paint. Uh, we're going to be opening up a website here soon um, that people can actually see our paintings. And if they want to see our paintings and what we can do, um, they'll be able to purchase those, both in lithographs and original paintings. Uh, we'll be getting a hold of you guys a little bit later and hopefully do another interview. We'll give you that website and have some of your listeners actually see what we can do, not only okay. with uh, naked bodies, but with a canvas as well. Well, you can count on that from us as well as uh, putting you on our affiliates page where you can, it's friends of Casual Swingers, so you can, they'll be right there. So anybody that wants to find awesome. that. As well hey, they as can buy, they, they can buy a painting done by a by a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got to figure out what you're going to paint for us because we're going to commission something from you. So tell us Absolutely. a little bit about how to fuck like a porn star because I know you just did one of these recently and I saw yes. it on your social media feed and I'm like, oh shit, he's yes. got to talk to our listeners about how to fuck like a porn star. What the fuck no. are you talking about? Number one and and really like. I mean, give us the give us the so ten minute version. Put in a nutshell, here I'm going to take a two hour seminar and drop it into a ten minute statement. So here we go. <laughs> All right, you get you get the uh, condensed, uh, unabridged, uh, real quick version. Um, when I do those classes, how to fuck like a porn star. Most of ninety percent of the time, when I do that class, it's um, for swingers, uh, in and usually do it right before a swing event, like uh, before Hedo or before they spend their money on a week uh, going on a, a swingers cruise. I did a lot of these for uh, the swingers cruises to get people pumped up and how to get more out of their vacation. What I would do is I would give these seminars on how to fuck like a porn star. And when they come to those seminars, I would tell them, how do you fuck like a porn star? Who's the porn star in this vacation, in this swingers event? Who's the porn star that you're, that you're looking at? It's the alpha couple. That one couple that walks in the club smiling and looking good. How do you how do you become that alpha couple? How do you fuck like that porn star? Well, first of all, simple. I'm going to give you a, give it to you in a couple of couple of quick points. Point number one: smile all the time. Be approachable. People don't want to approach a porn star who's grumpy. People don't want to approach somebody <laughs> who's not smiling and having a good time. Leave all your debris at home. Leave all that drama away because right now you're on vacation and you're getting ready to go out there and have a good time. You want to fuck like a porn star? You got to look like a porn star. Dress yourself up. Put your makeup on. My girlfriend does her makeup every day to make her look amazing. Always look your best because that's when people are going to look at you. You never see a porn star when they're looking shabby. They're always looking good. Unless it's Two, rested. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, unless you look like you got arrested, and that's a whole nother, whole nother story. We'll talk. We'll talk about that next week. But in this one, um, how do you fuck like a porn star? You make yourself available. Make sure that you're in the middle of the room. When you're in the playrooms, you have sex in the middle of the room. You don't go hiding off in a corner somewhere. Let people watch what you do. If you want to fuck like a porn star, let people watch you like you are a porn star. Stop hiding things. Get out there and show off your sexuality. Show off what you can do. Show off the intensity between the two of you because that's what attracts other people to you when you are in a playroom. Fucking like a porn star isn't just a frame of mind. It's a style. It's not doing it like a regular person anymore now you're trying to show it off now you're going to show it off to the people in the room now you're going to be showing off your techniques and your style and your energy and your enthusiasm to the people around you it's a it's a form of and a way of thinking 
that you have to put yourself in that frame of mind. So one of the things that I teach people all the time is in order to be a porn star, you have to feel like a porn star. You have to eat right. You have to exercise. Make sure you put yourself in a good situation so that when you're in that sexual time, when you're in your sexual prime, when you're in the middle of that playroom and you're actually having sex, you can rip it out and really do what we do on camera. I love that. I feel like there's an undertone there of like building and boosting your confidence to, again, live the best version of yourself. I see what you're doing there. Absolutely. And that's exactly what it is. If you notice the people when they're on film and porn stars, they're on they're on point. They, they, you have to like who you are. If you don't love who you are, you're not going to be able to love other people. You have to like who you are and go in there. And even if you don't have the confidence, even if you don't look at yourself in the best light, you have to make other people feel like you do when you walk in there. Smile, do the best you can. And what's going to happen is you're going to get that positive coming right back at you. You're going to get those people walking up and wanting to know you. How do you become that one couple? who says, oh my God, I want to know that couple. How do you become that one couple that everybody says, I want to get to know? How do you become that one couple when you walk to the door that everybody looks at you and says, that's the couple I want to know? Well, look good, smile, be positive, get the most out of your event. Yeah, we all have drama. We take care of that at home. But when you're in this type of environment, when you're a swing environment, when you're at a cruise, when you're at Edo, you drop that shit and leave it all behind because you paid a lot of money to have a good time that's how you fuck like a porn star. That is so badass. And you know, you, you touched on on one of my favorite things in the world personally. So confidence is sexy. That's it. That's it exactly. And to be able to get that confidence is just the fact that you have to believe in yourself. No matter what you look like, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter what your physical appearances are, do the best you can with what you have because we can't change any of that. You know, you are what you are and we are who we are. So you've got to live in your own skin and understand that that's who you are. And you walk out there and you show off what you've got. Those are the people who are going to fuck like porn stars. Those are the people who are going to act like that. Those are the people who are going to put themselves in that situation where people are going to want to approach them. That's the whole idea of fuck like a porn star. It's not necessarily about techniques. It's not necessarily about, about um, style. It's more about putting yourself in that frame of mind that I am the porn star, that I am going to be the porn star tonight. And I'm going to do the best I can with everything I have. And just for God's sake, be happy, man, be happy. (laughs) How could you not be happy in our lifestyle? How could you not be happy with what we do? Uh, I I wonder all the time how the hell people can be grumpy at a lifestyle club or at Hedo or at desire or FA or wherever the fuck you go. Uh, and the things you're talking about, you know, you said, you know, it's not all about one thing or the other. It's, you know, and they, they say sizes and everything, right? Well, you know, what do they say? Well, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> takes a long time to get to China on a rowboat, right? That's, that's the deal. But you know what? Enjoy the voyage, buddy. Enjoy the voyage. It's not about reaching your destination. It's all about enjoying the voyage. Yeah, this this stuff is the motion in the ocean. And and Jeff, I, uh, I, I, I know Mallory is going to speak up here in a hot second and tell you what she thinks, but. I, I think you're just badass, dude. And I have a huge announcement for our listeners, but I'm going to let Mallory speak up real quick. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm man. so grateful. I, I feel lucky to know James personally. Um, it, it's just 
such an honor oh, to have you on. Yeah. I look forward. <laughs> we love you too, and I look forward to having you on. You know, on a on a regular cadence. I'm excited for you and Aubrey for your your art. Um, I can't wait till we can announce your new website. So thank you so much for for taking the time for us today. Yep, and well, so you, go ahead, man. I'll, I'll tell you what you guys you guys will hear it first. We'll make sure we email the website to you, and you can tell your listeners. Post it on your site. You guys will be the first ones to be able to show off what we've got to offer. That's so badass. So let's talk about Jeff James for a minute. Jeff James is Jeff the Body Painter. And if you want to find Jeff the Body Painter, you can do that at jeffthebodypainter.com. You can email him at jeff at jeffthebodypainter.com. I know that's a fucking mystery to anybody, but yep, there it is. Jeff at jeffthebodypainter.com. You can reach out to him. I try to make it easy, man. I try to make it easy. (laughs) (laughs) So you can reach out and find him. You can find him through us because here's that big announcement. I promised I was going to send this way and I promised it before we recorded this segment. I feel like we need a drum roll. Yeah, we need a drum roll. (laughs) Where's our our Clark Griswold drum roll? (laughs) So Jeff James is joining us here on Casual Swinger. He's going to be a regular contributor, which means you need to send us questions. That segment is called WWJD. (laughs) What would Jeff do? What would Jeff do? And You know, I'm there for you guys. I'm there for your listeners. Here's the thing, listeners. If you want to talk to a porn star, if you have a question that you wanted to know, if you have something that you want to ask me, and it doesn't matter if it's just about porn, it could be about sexuality, it can be about the lifestyle, it could be whatever you want. I can't speak for everybody, and I'm not a professor, but I am a guy who's done there. I've been around the block a few times. I'm going to give it to you straight from the belt, just like my friends here do. And you have a question, let them know, tell us what it is, and I'll give you my answer. Absolutely. So Mallory, why don't you let folks know where they could reach out to us, where they can send their questions for Jeff James for the next segment where we have him on, which of course is what would Jeff do? All right, guys. So if you could reach out to us at podcast at casualswinger.com and send your questions there, you can also find us as Casual Swinger on Cassidy, SDC, SLS, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, and and Lord knows how many other places. We're casual swinger all (laughs) over the place. But a big, huge, stinking thank you to our friend Jeff James. Uh, We've got more questions for you, but we're going to let this thing go for now, let you get back to your beautiful girlfriend and get that Christmas shopping out of the way. Hopefully no more airplanes dive bomb you, my friend. Uh, Thank you for spending the time with us. Hey, not a problem. We can take a few moments out of our day to make sure your listeners have everything that they need um, and they can want. And we're here for you, and I'm looking forward to doing more of these podcasts, and I am so looking forward to hearing those questions from your listeners. So listeners, dig down deep. That's right. This is your opportunity. Make sure you find that question and let us know what it is, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Mallory's Toy Box, a special Christmas edition. You're listening to Casual Swinger. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm Mallory. And I'm Mickey. And you're listening to Mallory's Toy Box. And have I got something neat for you guys out there. Today, we're going to talk about the Crave necklace. This is called the Crave Vesper. And this is really neat. Um, This is actually a functioning vibrator that is also a statement necklace. And I know you ladies know what that is, but for the guys, it's a longer necklace um, that typically has like a medallion or something, you know, really ornate about it. Or maybe it's a, a pendant that that kind of like 
makes a statement. I guess is the best way to put it that. Like I mean, a I'm not a, accessory. It, it really does. It yeah. really does. And it's uh, stainless steel that comes in three different finishes. I think they have uh, silver, they have rose gold, and then the creme de la creme, the 24 karat gold plated. <laughs> creme de la creme. <laughs> you can find these on lovecrave.com, but I've also seen them on uh, modernaphrodite.com and I think Amazon. Um, they're all pretty much the same price no matter where you buy them. Um, I provide, uh, prefer buying from Love Crave. We've gotten quite a few of these for myself couple of our friends, folks we travel with, and they have great shipping policies, great return policies, love them. And if you order in the next couple days, I think it'll arrive by Christmas. Oh, wow. So I think tomorrow is the last day. Yeah, this, which that is Wednesday, which is air day. It shipped so. pretty quick, right? Because you ordered it and it came before our friends came. Two days. Yeah, two minutes. days before. Yeah. Two days after I ordered. It was pretty neat. Um, what I love about this little vibe is one, it's quiet. Two, it's easy to use. It's got four settings. You have low, medium, high, and then pulsing. Um, and for the compact design, it packs a lot of punch. And running theme here, I am a power queen. <laughs> Very much so. So so it's splash proof. It's not waterproof, so you don't want to submerge this item. But um, you also don't want to insert it. And I think they say that. I think it's slipped a couple times. I mean, nothing bad has happened, but it's just, it's so narrow and it's so small. I mean, I think it's about three and a half, four inches long. I don't even think it's that long. It's pretty yeah, tiny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a necklace, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's really, I mean, you could wear it. It's a 26-inch necklace with the vibrator on the end of it. I mean, you've worn it and people didn't know what it was. Correct. I mean, I got busted by our oldest. Yeah. So, <laughs> she knew what it was. Yeah, um, she walked by the table and <laughs> fucking swingers and kept yeah. walking. <laughs> fucking perverts yeah that was pretty funny. um and it's usb rechargeable uh i think that's so a big feature right that is there. a huge feature because that this is what i pack when i travel for work my day job well this is what you pack when you travel in the back seat with our friends too. that is also true <laughs> that is also true so it's that's a badass little vibrator and what does that thing go for is that a budget toy or is that a i think it actually it's it's probably a little more than a budget toy but it's not something like the lilo wands we've talked about mm -hmm. previously um this ranges um i think the straight silver goes for 69 dollars <laughs> um, and the 24 karat plated goes up to 149 that's not that bad so no no i mean it's definitely reasonable i mean you know i would pay i've paid that for jewelry before like if i really love something and this one has dual function so yeah and it's badass yeah so it's and uh, you said it comes in three colors. It's USB rechargeable. Is it waterproof? No, it's splash proof. So if you're a squirter, you're a little extra wet down there, you don't have to worry about it. Never had an issue with it there. Um, but you don't want to submerge it. You don't want to take it in the shower. And it says on the box not to insert it. Awesome. So this so toy don't get would it be lost a, in your pussy. <laughs> don't get it lost in your pussy. So this toy would be really good for somebody that uh, maybe wants to get their wife something that's a little risque, but still, you know, a, you know. It still can be a fashion accessory, like you said. It yeah, can kind of go I mean, you ways. might be able to get away with opening this in front of the family or the kids or the parents. So until they turn it on, and it across. Yeah, that's true. It does come with a, a little charge. Yeah, and it does stay charged for up to forty minutes. Um, at least that's what it says in the box. I think I did about forty-five, fifty minutes, depending on which power setting I used. It worked most of the way to Tampa. <laughs> Which is about two hours from here, but I mean, we were playing with it on and off, and okay. we each had one too. Oh, so. that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say there was a there was a pretty good party going on in the back seat on the way down there. So. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they're they're super cute. Like I said, they come in straight silver. They have a rose gold, like where the top is rose gold and it has a rose chain. Or you can get the entire thing 24 karat gold plated if you're, you know, the yellow gold girl. Awesome. And what's it called again? Um, Crave Vesper. And you can find it on lovecrave.com. Um, also on modernaphrodite.com or possibly Amazon. All right. So I'll throw some links into the show description so you guys can find out where to pick this up. But as far as Christmas presents go, I think the special lady in your life, or maybe just buy it for yourself, ladies, if you're listening, uh, the Crave Vibrator Necklace is uh, is a very popular toy in this house. Yes, very much. And I think they're doing 15% off today. Ooh, 15% so. off mm-hmm. today. So that's uh, if you get it in there, when you're listening to this, whether you're doing it on your way to visit family, on your way to work, or wherever you happen to listen to Casual Swinger, jump online and take care of that uh, post-haste. But uh, I think that about does it for Mallory's Toy Box. That Quick does. and dirty today on the holidays. So, uh, you know, from our family to yours, merriest of Christmases, happiest of holidays. Right? Ho, ho, ho. Use a ho. <laughs> now I got to go listen to that. I can't remember the name of the guy. <laughs> can't take a ho to a, what is a, ho to oh. a hotel. There it is. <laughs> can't make a ho a housewife. <laughs> I've right. proven that wrong. <laughs> All right, guys. Merry Christmas from us to all of you. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Casual Swinger.